0: Hi, and welcome to Going Within is the new Going Out. It's your mindset coach, Carol Ann Reid here, and together in this podcast, we're gonna be tuning out from the outside world and deep diving within. Because after all, that's where the magic happens. Hi, and welcome back. So in today's episode, we're gonna be looking at the three things that you must know and consider before finding a new career, or changing your career or business path. So as a mindset coach, and with the work that I do in particular with heart healing and helping a lot of people that find themselves at those crossroads in either personal life, but in this episode, we're really going to be looking at business and career. Something that I always remind people of is that we spend an average of 50% of our waking hours either in the workplace or working on business. I remember reading this stat years ago and it genuinely sent like cold shivers down my spine, just knowing how many people are unhappy in their careers or feel completely tied into their business. And one in six people struggle with mental health conditions due to stress in the workplace. If this is you, if this is someone who you know, maybe you're craving a change of career but don't know where to start. Maybe you have been running a business or in the process of a startup and you don't know which avenue to go down next. It can all feel quite overwhelming at times. Here are a few kind of going to say like non-traditional steps to consider before jumping ship to either a new job or a new career. And I better start by kind of saying like, hold that train. Scrap the idea for now of scrolling through hundreds of jobs on employment and agency sites. And dare I say, even keep your fingers away from LinkedIn. Just for now. A lot of people who run their business already even jump into, this is, I hear this so often, I need a rebrand. If I get new pictures, if I get a new logo, if I do, I'm just, I just need a rebrand. And you know what? I've been there myself where you just feel a bit stagnant and you don't know which direction you're going to be heading in. It's, it feels like you're being torn between head, the logic, and like the heart and the gut. And the reason why I say hold the train is what a lot of people tend to just jump into is thinking, right, okay, well, what am I good at? Or what could I be good at? And this keeps your mind focused really safely on what your background is, what's already familiar to you. Hello, comfort zone, but goodbye, fulfillment zone. If you're not happy now, what's to say that the grass is going to be greener moving next door? Another thing that people instantly want to think and reflect on is what am I qualified in? Again, this actually keeps you thinking within the box, the box that you're already in. What am I able to get paid? If you're basing your search on your current reality, then you will no doubt find what you're looking for is very similar to what you're currently being paid, and that's not leaving you any room for expansion when you kind of narrow your horizon to just what's familiar. So the approach that I'm about to share takes a bit of an open mind, an open heart, and the belief that there are other ways that you could be living your life, in particular in your career or business. So here it goes with one of my secret weapons that I use with my private clients. When they are in that stuck place of where do I go and they're kind of filtering through what I've just shared about what am I good at, what am I worth, what am I this? I actually recommend, number one, reverse engineering things. And here's an exercise. I'm just gonna talk you through it now. You can do this now with me. You can go away and do this in your own time. So freaking powerful. With no limitations or expectations, I want you to picture or visualize, if you were to be living out like your dream day in your career, how would you start your day? Literally take yourself to your bed and imagine that your eyes are opening and from there, let your imagination take you on a journey of discovery no expectation, no trying to manipulate what you think you should be doing. Bit by bit, go through your day. So let's say after X time, whatever time it is that you'd wake up, then what would you do? After you've showered, do you do a little meditation? Do you have to see to the kids? Have you had your breakfast? How does that morning start? And then what? And again, letting go and just allowing your imagination, that part of you that is limitless, to guide you. Do you leave the house to go to work or is there space in your home? Are you staying in your house throughout the day? Do you commute somewhere? And if so, where might you commute and what are you commuting in? What's your work environment like? What are the kinds of people, animals, places, That you are interacting with if you are interacting with others. How are you feeling throughout the day? Where are you having lunch? Where are you? What are you wearing? Look down, notice what you're wearing. And see the day through. What we're looking for here is you're being guided by your intuition. I like to often refer to it as well as higher self and you can notice how you're feeling as you go throughout the day. Like, does it feel exciting? Do you feel lit up? Do you feel calm? Are you passionate? Do you feel in control? Do you feel like you are excited by this life purpose and you're fired up? Rather than trying to think logically about your ideal job, you're letting your senses guide you and reveal itself to you as you go. Keep going right through to how you spend your evenings and what you're most looking forward to the next day. So when your head hits that pillow after you've been through this a day in the life of, this this future you, let's say, how do you feel when your head hits the pillow? Do you have that sense of fulfillment? Do you have that sense of peace of mind that you're doing what feels good and aligned to you. This exercise has led to people having huge transitions in careers and transformations in many of my clients' lives who are now like living out their dream careers and days. I remember doing this myself. I remember thinking I would love to wake up and I'd be working from home and then I'd have odd days where I'd go out of the house and I'd be going to events. I'd be speaking on stages. I'd be collaborating with people. I'd be, I'd be receiving. I even remember this. Oh, it's just going to do me out. I even remember thinking as far as my phone would suddenly ping. And I'd be asked to be an expert, like someone asking my expert opinion in a magazine or on a radio station. And honestly, back then, it sounded and felt a bit batshit crazy. It genuinely did. But I did not let that interfere with my ability to dream. And now I can honestly say my phone pings and that's my life. Like, it's not every day. But I do get the inquiries as the expert that I now am. I do get interviewed on the radio and through seeing that and feeling that, that was like a blueprint that I could then say, that's the map I'm following. So by reverse engineering, what do you want to feel like? What do you want your day-to-day to look like, feel like, be like for you, the family, the the impact that you're having? Can we see how different that is to what are you good at? How much do you want to make? It's, it's a completely different energy. And then once you've got that, once you've got that vision, you want to then get clear on what I call recognizing what makes you tick and recognizing what makes you sick. So when you think about the bigger picture of how you work as a person, your values, your experiences, and you can also reflect, massively reflect back on past experiences, what is it in a career, a job, or a business that really makes you tick? What lights you the F up? And you can refer back to the past and think, I really loved it when I was asked to organize the well-being event for my team when I worked in an office. Ooh, so notice how the mind didn't go to doing the numerous sales calls, but it went to community. It went to support, it went to organising, it went to making a difference, it went to well-being. Can we see how sometimes the clues are when we connect the dots looking back? And you can also dream into the future. If you are sat there and you're like, you know, I just do not know what makes me tick. What could make you tick in the future? What are you a stand for? What's really important to you? This is where your values can really come in. And what do you enjoy as a person? What do you enjoy doing? Like, for me, I love I love community. I love I love bringing like-minded souls together. That isn't just my job. That's me as a person. And then that has then led to do the women's circles, the in-person events, the mastermind events. So once you've got that and you're like, okay, this makes me take. And remember, write this down. Then get clear on what makes you sick. What are your hell no's? <laughs> These are the things that may have in the past made you mentally, physically or hypothetically sick in past careers and what you know you now don't want in the future. It's really important to recognize these because these are going to shape your future boundaries and help weed out the things that aren't aligned to you. And again, can you see if you were to just sit looking through job applications or looking at rebranding or changing the direction of your business, if you are not crystal clear with a list of what lights you up, what doesn't, what makes you tick, what makes you sick, it's so easy to be influenced by what other people are doing, by what's hot right now, by what you've done in the past and what people have given you praise for. Not what's aligned to you truly, right here, right now. We constantly evolve as humans. And I know for a fact that if you're listening to this, you are no doubt a person who is heart-led. You no doubt you have an empathetic side to you. You're an empath. You would no doubt be what I would consider in the area of being a light worker. You like to make a difference to people. You, It makes you feel good when you're doing good. And you may even have that feeling within you that there's just something more within you that is like ready to surface, that's ready to be seen, be heard, be felt and be lived out. So that is step number two. And the last one is if you can't find a new career path, create one. So what you feel called to do might not have a particular job title or vacancy right now, and that's okay. From personal experience, I knew that when I did this, I wanted to create movements in the mental health and spiritual space, but there wasn't a particular job that fitted me. If I was to look up on LinkedIn, I remember seeing the big pharma company, AstraZeneca, and they were looking at a... Like a well being facilitator. Now that sounds cool. It was something that really tickled my fancy. But when I looked at my values around flexibility and freedom, as much as the job role fitted me and the money and all of that lot was great, the going to a particular place to work every single day just didn't do it for me. It didn't fit my values. I knew that, okay, well, that's a breadcrumb of what would light me up in that well-being space back then. But where's the mental health and spiritual health? So I created it. I took the time to learn and became an expert in what I felt called to do. I very much shaped my own career. But here's the thing. I started doing this whilst working in my own jobs. I shared on a previous podcast, didn't I, that at one point I was I was honestly working five jobs. Like, that I'm not boasting. Actually, I would highly recommend not doing that. But that's what I was doing. I did not jump ship until I felt confident. Not only in my abilities as a mindset coach, but until I built a solid reputation in this field. I did a hell of a lot of like give back and I still do. I would be the first to put my hands up to go and give a free talk in a school for teachers and I went and did women's and entrepreneurial meetups. I did tons of webinars and masterclasses and lives on social media. I would be the first to not just wait for someone to come and knock on my door with an opportunity. Like, hear me out with this, because it sounds really cool, okay? I've been on Tony Robbins' son, Jarek Robbins, who's just the kindest soul on this planet. I've been interviewed on his podcast. That reached like 64 countries. There was like 100,000 down. It was insane. The numbers, like, holy moly. He tuned in from America. We, we did it around, what does the world need more of? And mine was like spiritual warriors. So that sounds really cool, doesn't it? Now, he didn't find me. I'd love to say, yeah, you know, Tony just said, hey, son, <laughs> there's this cool chick in... in chick. <laughs> there's this cool chick in England. No, that did not happen. I approached him. I went to an event. I put myself in the room. I even volunteered to help at that event. It was one in London. I went for dinner with Dr. Martini, which was very cool. And then at the end, when everyone was queuing up to go for pictures and get his autograph, I actually queued up. Right, here's, here's the truth behind this. I queued up and I got a picture with him. And then I walked out and I went to the lift to go up and leave the hotel, get in my car and drive home, basically. That was the end of the event. And there was a part of me that... When he was giving his talk, he was talking about taking fearless action. You have to knock on the doors of opportunity. And then he mentioned about his podcast just as a bit of a throwaway comment, nothing about come to the back of the room and ask to be on. Like, no one else in that room of about 200 people did what I did. This is about creating your own opportunity. I got in that lift and I remember going, I can feel it in my heart now. I was like, what are you doing? Go back downstairs. I was in conflict. My head physically was having an argument with my higher self. My higher self was going, what are you doing? Press the button again, go back downstairs, go stand in that fucking queue and go and ask to be a guest on his podcast. Say that you have got something so beautiful that you wanna share, you respect what he does. You would love to take this further I can't do that what if he rejects me no just go and do it but it's okay because if you don't like literally that was the internal self-talk I was sweating I could feel the sweat coming through now and I queued up I was like I just want to say you inspired me and when you said this I'm going to take this opportunity to ask I would love to speak to you on your podcast about xyz and here's what I could give back to your community I would love to be able to talk about Bringing more Light Workers through into the online space and healing and try and he was like, "I love this." Of course, you can. And I was like, "Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god!" Got back in my car, then I went through the whole He's never going to even answer my DMs, is he? Like, I, I can't get too excited about this. But in my heart, I was like, "He said yes. I'm going to do it." Anyway, you can see where this is going. So you can see where this is going. Sometimes you have to stretch your comfort zone and knock on those doors. And yes, it is uncomfortable. But I knew that if I want to be making a movement in the mental health and spiritual space and empowering more people to heal and actually use their past to transform and create a life of their dreams, me sitting at home and doing the odd post about it may not quite cut the mustard as much as going on Jarrett Robbins' podcast. And like I say, (laughs) Tony doesn't know that this cool chick in the UK exists. (laughs) I wonder if he does now. Do you reckon? No. Maybe. Who knows? So my advice there would definitely be you go knock on your own doors. I have a million stories about that, that kind of thing and I always encourage my clients to be doing the same. Taking away from that I didn't jump ship straight away. Some people do. Some people get made redundant. Some people, their business shuts overnight when we think about what happened that first lockdown. Loads of businesses closed throughout the pandemic and all of that stuff. So people have had to literally sit with a blank piece of paper and be like, now what? And if that is you, then you either jump head first and you give it your all. If it takes the pressure off though, Go and do something that you know is going to tick your bills. Go and do something that you know isn't going to take up all your time, all your energy, but it gives you that baseline layer of security. And then go and hustle with heart. That does not mean stay up all night and binge on... All the things and read a book and five pages every single day. You just take that small aligned action and carve your path. And I've just seen so many people do this for themselves that I have like an unshakable confidence that this is available to us all. If you're sat there right now and you're listening and you're like, this is this is exactly what I need to hear, that my my career isn't that typical thing that's on jobseekers.com or LinkedIn, then look at creating it. Look at being that trailblazer. Look at starting it. What have you actually got to lose? You're going to have more regrets not doing it than regret trying it. Like, let's be honest with that. No one ever really regrets giving something their all because there's always learnings, there's always lessons, and there's always something that can come from it. So I just went on a bit of a passion rant then, didn't I? So given the time and energy that we give to our careers or business, it's only right that you put yourself first when it comes to transitioning, pivoting or stepping into a new space. Trust the process and remember that you are the heartbeat that drives you forward so make sure that it is aligned to you to your highest good to your values and that it begins to shape the future that you desire if you follow these steps if you follow these steps you're going to be coming from that heart-led place so let us know you know the drill let us know how you found this episode what your biggest takeaways were and of course hit that subscribe Come and join us over in the free Facebook group, Awaken the Warrior Within. And I would love to hear your thoughts on this and have an amazing week. And I look forward to catching you on the next episode. If you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, I would be so grateful if you could share this with a friend who you just know would love it too. And if you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe so you'll be the first to know when next week's drops. Sending you all the love and light.